Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are a spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, August 7th. Today, for all of our DC people, that's all we're talking about. We're just talking about DC. <laughs> uh, we're talking about the little that we saw from San Diego Comic-Con, maybe why we only saw so little. And I'm glad, honestly, that we saved this DC stuff for this week and decided to do a whole show about it because it seems like shit has gone down in just the past week. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that as well. So I figured we'd go in like order kind of thing, you know, and talk about the SDC stuff first and then kind of go from there. Unless y'all oppose. Yeah, that sounds good to me. All right. Then. <laughs> I'm going to start off with the Black Adam trailer. To me... I I'm anxiously anticipating this this trailer coming up, this movie coming up. All right. This trailer has me whelmed to almost pleasantly whelmed. What about y'all? Where are y'all standing as far as this because of this trailer and stuff like that? I'll say that like I'm I'm pleasantly whelmed as well. I mean, well, I guess you weren't technically pleasantly whelmed, but I am pleasantly <laughs> whelmed. We'll just like confirm that. But <laughs> you know, it yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. I think it's gonna be be a good movie with uh, the rock he, he usually does a pretty good job so we'll, we'll see how it goes i'm not sure what say you i was whelmed by this trailer i liked the previous one before i was overly whelmed by that one i don't know what it is exactly maybe it's just how the trailer was edited but or it could be that i have the rock fatigue i'm, I'm not quite <laughs> sure but yeah i'm just <laughs> whelmed by this yeah like I, I know I like rolled my eyes, <laughs> like I physically rolled my eyes when Black Adam was like, "This power is not a gift; it's a curse," and stuff like that. I, I just I don't know, but anyway, yeah, I'm whelmed. So here's what I do like from this trailer, because honestly, there wasn't really any much new stuff at all to to me, anyways, in this trailer compared mm-hmm. to the first one. So a lot more Doctor Fate, which I thought was awesome. Like yeah. I love this whole Pierce Bros and his Doctor Fate kind of thing. We still have not seen Sabak, who's supposed to be the main villain of this this movie, which I kind of like, but at the same time, I'm kind of worried about because I'm like, are we going to do... I can't even think of the guy's name from Justice League now. Everybody hated the way he looked, though, and he resembles him, kind of. Steppenwolf. Uh, everybody hated Steppenwolf. Oh, okay. And the way that he was portrayed and done the first go around. So I'm like, does Sabak look like garbage? Like, is that because <laughs> he kind of does resemble him? Like, if you you know take the Justice League version and compare him to like a comic book version, like they they favor. Okay, you can definitely tell a difference, but they favor to me, anyways. I, I like how Black Adam is being portrayed as an anti-hero in this almost. Like he's not necessarily a hero, but with Sabak being there, he's not necessarily a villain either, but you can kind of see Black Adam going both. Like, he's just kind of his own entity and his own thing that you don't want to fuck with kind of thing. So I dig that. But I wonder if that's what it is. Like, it's, like we said the first go-around, we were like, I don't even know who the villain of this is. Yeah. But now, you know, stuff has come out where it's like, it is Sabak. Yeah, I think, one, they're, they're either hiding that as, like, the reveal, because I think the whole point of this is because originally, I think during the fandom thing, there was this whole, and Dwayne, like Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, he's been tweeting it out for a while now. Yeah. And his whole, like, the hierarchy in the DC universe is about to change. Yeah. He said that like a thousand times. Right. And it was, and we'll get into this, obviously, because we talked about it at the beginning, but due to this whole merger thing, originally it was led to believe that the Black Adam would face against the Justice League and, like, the Zack Snyder Justice League, like Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Ezra Miller. I can't remember if there's anybody else. I'm Jason Momoa, all that. Uh, Fisher. Ray Fisher, Cyborg. Ray Fisher, yes. That's right. I forgot. I always consider Cyborg a Teen Titan, not a Justice League member. So. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> but anyway, so there was also a rumor, because I was listening to the Weekly Planet talking about the Comic-Con as well. And they supposedly had like an actual source tell them, but, you know, people can just lie 
Uh, they, they couldn't really confirm if that was true or not, but Henry Cavill was supposed to be revealed at the Comic-Con panel for Black Adam, and he couldn't make it due to he came down with COVID, so he oh. couldn't come to the Comic-Con panel. Okay. It seems like to be true. I was, I was researching that today uh, as far as like Henry Cavill did have COVID during that time. So yeah, I, I wonder, and we'll get into this, but Shazam even references in the trailer the Snyder verse essentially. So this is all very confusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked, I agree with you, the stuff that we saw for Dr. Fate, like the Josh Bro, uh, Josh, the Pierce Brosnan Dr. Fate stuff looks really cool. There's this one shot where there's multiple versions of him like holding back Black Adam. It, all that looks cool to me. Yeah, very Doctor Strange, which is, I, I think is pretty awesome. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like, I like the stuff that the MCU has put out with Doctor Strange, but I feel like they've missed so much that they could have done. Yeah. And I'm hoping that DC takes that and runs with it with their Doctor Fate. Especially having Pierce Brosnan. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> this is your one chance, DC. This is your one chance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. So, speaking of Shazam, we got Shazam Fury of the Gods. Oh, real quick, though. Black Adam is supposed to premiere October 21st. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods is supposed to come out in December. I haven't yet seen a date. Have y'all seen a date for that yet? Yes, it's December 21st. Oh, so cool. Two mo- exactly two months from, what, or three months. Sorry, right? No. Anyway, <laughs> December 21st, <laughs> 2022. Yeah, it's two. So here, here's my question to kind of tie both the two in, because you said you mentioned something earlier about how the trailer not only by name almost refers back to the Snyderverse, but also in the trailer actually throws up images of the Justice League as we know them right now, uh, even down to the Ben Affleck Batman, which we're going to talk some about that later on as well. Is Sabak a Olympian like god or something or demon or something along those lines? I, I just talking to y'all, it made me think about that. Do either one of y'all know if Sabak is is tied with the Olympians at all? I, I do not. Uh, I will look it up though. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think it'd be just our, our first hint of Mephisto. You know. <laughs> <laughs> he's cross. He's crossing boundaries there. You know. <laughs> Walking between worlds, as Kevin Smith said. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. The reason I bring that that up while uh, Richard is doing some research for us is because it seems like the main villains of this movie are going to be two of the three daughters of Atlas, the or the Titan Atlas, who has ties to the Olympians and stuff like that. So we've got Helen Marin. I'm probably going to butcher these names, by the way. It's Helen Marin. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> She's playing Hespia, if that's pronounced correctly, which I could butcher it as well. Yeah. Uh, we got Lucy Lou, famous Lucy Lou that we all know. She's playing Calypso. And then we've also got Rachel Zegler playing Anthea. Not Athena, but from what I the 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 article that I was reading had her as Anthea, which is another daughter of Atlas. So she's like in golden garbs and stuff like that in the trailer. It's kind of a blink and you miss her kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I had to do some digging to kind of find that out. So I guess that's also could be wrong, but everything that I keep reading, that's what it keeps referring to is that she is the third daughter of Atlas. Yes. To answer your question, I cannot find anything on Sabak being an Olympian character. Okay. And yes, those three sisters are supposed to be the sisters of or the daughters of Atlas, uh, though the youngest one, the one that you mentioned, I, I can't remember her her name, but. She originally is supposed to be a daughter of Zeus. Oh. But they have changed it to be one of the three sisters of Atlas. Okay. It would almost, honestly be pretty cool if they kept her as a daughter of Zeus, only because there's that tie with Wonder Woman that we've got from the Snyder version and stuff like that. And I feel like that's what they're doing. I almost feel like they're kind of putting Batman to the side. Seems like they're putting Superman to the side. It seems like they're focusing on Wonder Woman. With these gods here, it would be easy to pull Black Adam into that whole realm as well and 
kind of have Wonder Woman your your front man, you know, for <laughs> saying sake, <laughs> front woman, you know, for the DCU. And I mean, let's be honest, uh, Wonder Woman 84 was not good. Like, I, I did not enjoy that movie really at all. Um, I just thought the story was weak. I, I don't think the, it being shot was bad. I just thought the story wasn't that great. But Wonder Woman itself was great. And I think Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is great. So that seems to me a, a nice horse to to go off of. Yeah, I will agree. I Wonder Woman, whatever, 1984 sucked. <laughs> it sucked on toast. <laughs> Wonder Woman <laughs> was really good. Sucked on toast. <laughs> but I don't want to get into this until we talk about the merger because since this whole merger has happened and since they've canceled Batgirl, some big leaks have come out of what they were going to do. You know what? I'll, I'll address it now. So the leak was... <laughs> the original leak is that the Fla- the reason why they haven't canceled the Flash movie because of all the Ezra Miller awfulness that's going on is that it is the linchpin for their reboot. Yeah. He's going to do the Flashpoint paradox type thing. When he's done, it was going to be rebooted and have Michael Keaton be the Batman of this new universe. But he's too old to be Batmaning. Yeah. So they were going to take Batgirl from the Batgirl movie and she's going to be the stand-in for Batgirl or Batman. And Supergirl in the Flash movie was going to be the stand-in for Superman in that new universe. Then they would keep Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, Jason Momoa as Aquaman, and Ezra as the Flash. Now this was all this was all before Ezra had his mental breakdown and now that seems to be changing and I'm wondering if they are trying to get Cavill and Ben Affleck because also rumors have come out that or leaks I mean have come out that during the Aquaman filming they filmed scenes with Michael Keaton. Now they are reshooting that with Ben Affleck. Yeah. So it seems to be some sort of restructuring there. No, I've I've seen video of Momoa greeting people as they come through the WB lot. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the video that I saw anyways is of him. And he goes, well, fuck. We tried to keep that a secret. And it's Ben walking past him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to go to the trailer and then he walks into the trailer a little bit and you see Ben sitting on a a seat over there. He's like, oh, shit, I'm sorry, man. He closes the door and walks away laughing. He's like, fuck, I mean, we try to keep it a secret, but, you know, (laughs) there it is. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That's hilarious. So, and I mean, Ben Affleck's Batman was supposed to be part of The Flash as well. That was a big thing. That was him on that motorcycle or his stunt double or whatever that was on that motorcycle that was part of that, too. I agree. Like, I've heard all the things about the, the Flash movie being the linchpin and stuff. I honestly, I I feel two things as far as the Flash movie is concerned. I, I don't know if, uh, I, I hope that if Ezra has lost it, that he actually does get the help he needs. If this is all just a stunt to get fired, I hope they just let him out of his contract and and honestly reshoot. You know, one of the other things we're going to talk about is the the WB cancellations and stuff like that. Like, I don't know if he wants to do it or not, but Greg Gustin's Flash is freaking, I love it. Yeah. I've always loved it. Like, he's been great. Yeah. I know that he's, I think he's kind of worn out about it, though, too. And so, uh, if he would be the the movie, you know, Universe Flash, I would be 100. That's fine. I'm great. Just put him in there. Let's go. Now, he's he's the one from the, the TV series, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think he's a lot like Chris Evans. If I've heard before with Chris Evans, where he kind of has not stage fright, but he's like, does social anxiety like the limelight? Yeah, kind of, kind of like that. I've heard that. I think Grant Gustin's has the same kind of stuff. Hmm. So anyways, if, if he would want to do it, I would love to have Grant Gustin come in as the movie Flash. I mean, it just, it makes sense to me. So. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, I enjoyed him as a Flash as well. I thought he did a, did a really good job with that character. So, yeah, it, it, again, it was just the writing of the Flash. Like, it's yeah. the same bullshit every week because it's a WBCW TV show. Yeah. Uh, it's always got to be a, a fast villain. There, I think the best <laughs> season to me was when they had the Thinker on there. 
Yeah. That I love that season. That was a really good one. But yeah, and then Iris is bullshit, but of course it wasn't the actress, it was the writing. It's yeah. Fuck, bitch. Come on. Give the man a break. He's trying to save shit. Remember. He's running as fast as he can. Remember, we are the Flash, Barry. We are the Flash. <laughs> no. No. Your ass ain't out there. Okay. Yeah. You're becoming the damsel in distress nine yeah. times out of ten until oh, you God. take my powers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Forgot about that episode. Yeah. Uh, anyways, back to the Shazam Fury of the Gods. Like, I I thought that the music for it was cute. I liked it. I mean, I've been an Eminem fan. And so, like, when I heard that beat, I was immediately like, okay. And uh, I thought it went well with the whole Shazam vibe. It's clear who the bad guys are on this. I like seeing the Marvel family again. Uh, we get the wizard back. So that was kind of cool. I, uh, my son saw this and he was like, there's another Shazam movie. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, buddy, there is. I don't know who else is excited about it, but you, but, uh, before this, would nobody care anything about Shazam? <laughs> so I'm glad somebody does now. Yeah. I was, I was whelmed by it. I'm, I'm excited to see it, but I'm, I'm just kind of whelmed with it. I, I anticipate it to be close to the same as the last one. At least I hope it is anyways. And yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Where are y'all at as far as your well meters on this? I honestly will have to probably agree with you on that one, Michael. I'm just kind of whelmed. I don't, it's one that I'm not, not excited about. And I wasn't even that crazy about the first one. So, oh, well, then you're below me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'll just, I'll of course go see it, but that's not one that I'm just anxiously waiting. Richard, what say you? I'm overly whelmed by this. I, really really liked the first one it's one of the few dc movies that i like <laughs> and i really really like this trailer i find it a lot of fun i love the the pediatrician gag where he <laughs> we think he's like you know talking to a therapist and it's revealed that it's his pediatrician you mentioned the m&m stuff that's in one of my little easter egg sections for this trailer is Keeping with the first trailer uh, that was revealed, they used Eminem's My Name Is in the first, you know, Shazam 1 trailer. Uh, oh, that's cool. And then in Shazam 2, they have Business by Eminem. And yeah, I, I like that as well, Like because I, I like Eminem as well, and I thought it was appropriate for the trailer. Yeah. So one of the other things with the Easter eggs, when the pediatrician points out to the corner where all the kids' toys are, we see a alphabet like poster, you know, like with the A for Apple, B for bear, C for cat, whatever. The S has Starro next to it. So Really? S, yeah. So S is for Starro, which is kind of fucked up considering <laughs> the, uh, the uh, what is it, Suicide Squad movie. Also, we see an Annabelle doll because the director, David F. Sandberg, directed Annabelle Creations. Oof. He's a horror director. He's mostly known for Lights Out. And also, he was the director for the first Shazam movie. And that's in a, that's in like a kid's... The, the little yeah. Annabelle was in the, yeah. in the kid's... Oh, yeah. That's not creepy at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what made me notice that corner to begin with. Because I was like, is that an Annabelle doll? Like, why is that there? <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is the Fast and Furious <laughs> reference. I'm sorry, oh but I was going to say like that. We, we said that that was... Uh, that would be their their timeout corner. Like, <laughs> you'd be bad. You go sit by the Annabelle doll. <laughs> yeah. He's not getting his license pulled for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would definitely straighten up a kid or, I don't know, murder the kid or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Also, the the joke in the trailer about Fast, you know, he's like, I, I watch Fast and Furious movies and they're all about family. And he, like, hits the table expecting for the rest of the Marvel family to show up. Apparently, that is a reference to one of the writers on this movie is Chris Morgan. He worked on a bunch of Fast and Furious films. And it's also a reference because Helen Mirren is also in the Fast and Furious universe. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's really all it was like dropped from San Diego Comic-Con, was it not? Like just those two trailers and yep. maybe some comic book news. 
yeah, it was very weird. It was it was very, very strange. Yeah. And now we have our answer though. <laughs> and I was gonna say, like, that's that's what's crazy between those is like with this and with the DC, you have just those two, but then you go just to the Marvel side of thing and there's like fifty bajillion just within like the next week, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's well, that's crazy. Marvel like shot their load all over <laughs> SDCC. Like it was yeah. just like you want it hard? I'll give it to you hard. Here's Secret Wars, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like, DC can't compete with that right now. Like, I, and I'm not gonna no. say, I'm not talking, I'm not trying to come off like a Marvel fanboy or anything like that. And because I honestly, I feel like I'm a fanboy of pretty much any and everything comic book. Like, I like a bunch of shit that a lot of people don't like. But like, it's Secret Wars. Like, that's probably honestly the best move DC could make on top of. They canceled the fuck out of everything that they had. Like, yeah. And that that's what I was wanting to get ready to talk about was like Batgirl's canceled. Wonder Twins was canceled, which we already talked about that once. Mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman, the Flash TV show, the Flash TV show, the Ezra Miller, like we've talked about before, has not, you know, necessarily been canceled yet. Um, there's still a lot of things that haven't been canceled. They're still kind of. Like James Gunn has come out and said, yeah, Peacemaker season two is safe. And honestly, I think things like that are going to be safe. Things that have like proven themselves to be popular, like Shazam. Shazam 2, I think, was going to be safe because of how well it did the first time. I honestly feel like Aquaman, even though the whole uh, Amber Heard thing was uh, a whatever. I honestly think Aquaman is still safe because Aquaman did so well. The first one did so well. Yeah. There's still talks of Wonder Woman and that and that being wrote and coming out. And everybody loves Gal Gadot. She is a great Wonder Woman, even though 84 sucked. I, I still think her as Wonder Woman is great. So why get rid of that? So, yeah, I think honestly, to go back to the things that were being canceled, honestly, I think Batgirl got canceled. Because I think it might have reminded them of Catwoman or Suicide Squad, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm just being like the first, not James Gunn, but the first Suicide Squad. Like, that's honestly why I feel like it got canceled. Yeah. So there's so many conflicting. Supposedly it was cut or it was shelved, canceled, whatever you want to call it, due to a tax credit. There's also been that whole meeting that for their like quarterly, I don't know. I don't know what the term is, but anyway, they're like meeting with David, the new CEO, David Zasilov. It was canceled due to tax credits. He also said that they plan on releasing like theatrical good movies, but there's also conflicting things saying that the test screening, it said it it was as good as like when they did the first It movie because that was very well received as well. It was 90% done like the the film was the bad girl film. Yeah. The the part that I don't like is the cast and crew didn't know that they were canceled until the news broke. So Really? Oh, that sucks. That's fucked up in my opinion. Yeah. You could have at least told the people and also Blue Beetle, it's left in the air if Blue Beetle's going to be canceled or not. So much so that the director of Blue Beetle is going out on social media and liking hashtags that say, like, hashtag save Blue Beetle. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked up. And what I want to bring up for a second is when Disney acquired Fox, there were a few films that were left in limbo. And uh, the ones I'm referring to are New Mutants that they ended up putting out. And then also recently it's come to Hulu, Prey, the new Predator prequel. And the Predator movie was not fully finished. And it is, it's now released and it's done so well that they're now like releasing it into theaters because of that. So to me, it doesn't make sense that like you technically didn't spend any money. The other studio did. You, you spent money to acquire that studio but to me, if it's almost finished or is finished, go ahead and release it. Like, it can't hurt you any. But anyway. So, first off, Prey is fucking amazing. <laughs> yes, it is. I watched that the other night. It was, oh my God, it was so good. And it, 
had tons of callbacks to the original with Arnold in it, and they were done very tastefully. I have one beef with the movie, but I mean, out of the entire thing and it being however long since we've gotten a really good Predator movie, fuck it. It was, it's great. So if you haven't already, I suggest you you find it and watch it because I, I think it's awesome. I, I, I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to. It's really, I, I concur with everything Michael said. It's it's really great. It's I watched it last night. It's fantastic. And to bring it back to comic books, the main character of the movie is a female lead. And she honestly is my vote for a portrayal of X-23 in X-Men. I'm Ooh. just saying right here, right now. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. I could see that. Yeah. So for those of you who haven't seen it now, now go and watch that. And I'm in particular, I'm talking about the camp fight scene. Uh, so when you when you're watching that camp fight scene, think about X-23. Just to also bring it back to comics, she played in the uh, Legion show that was on FX. Oh, did she really? Who was she in that? She uh, she was known as Carrie. There was a guy that could like separate and his name was Carrie and her name was Carrie, but they were spelled differently. And it, it was a weird thing. The show's very weird. But anyway, his yeah. power was that he could create this other being that like fought for him. and all the damage that she took, he received. So if she got like punched in the face, she wouldn't feel it, but he would. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, and I was also going to say like, yeah, I'll go make sure to watch that, but I, I'll have to look up who the heck X-23 is before I go watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you actually got a glimpse of her if you've ever seen the movie Logan. And if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend that movie as well. Yeah. So... She, there was another female actress that, that took on that portrayal of a young X-23. This, this lady, though, in Prey, I absolutely believe she should be the adult version of that character. I think she did great. That's just me, though. I have actually seen that one, but that was like 10 years ago. So me remembering any of it is just long gone. <laughs> I'm a little goldfish. <laughs> um, okay, anyways, so I also like... I hear what you're saying as far like, you know, it didn't cost them anything to make the movie because it was pretty much already made. However, they've also, they as in Discovery, because they have acquired WB, also took on all the debt that WB had. And that was kind of the biggest downfall and why AT&T had to get rid of WB was because they could never get out of the fucking debt hole that WB is, apparently. so. I don't know. I kind of, if it's good, yeah, put it out there. Uh, I mean, especially like put it on a streaming service. I mean, if, like you said, if it's, if it gets that much praise, put it in the movie theaters after that. If you cancel Blue Beetle, it's honestly going to piss me off <laughs> because I'm really looking forward to this. And if you want to like have something other than Flashpoint to fix the DCEU, Fucking bring in Booster Gold and use that to change yeah. time. Like, that's an easy way right there. You get Nathan Fillion to play Booster Gold, fuck it, and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that you're right. That absolutely would work. Yeah, there was some stuff that I read as far as, like, them quoting. Uh, you know, you were saying that the Batgirl got really great reviews in the pre-screening, and the article that I was reading said the exact opposite. Yeah. That it did not get really good reviews, which is kind of odd. Uh, and that's why I said this is kind of reminding me of possibly Cat, well, Halle Berry's Catwoman or even uh, the first Suicide Squad. Like maybe it wasn't that great of a movie, even though I, I enjoyed the first Suicide Squad, but I've never seen the Catwoman, but I've heard it's not that great. So Yeah, that, that, that was what I was saying is like there was conflicting because one article would say that, oh, it was terrible. But then other articles were saying that, oh, no, it actually got good reviews. So I don't know. like. One I don't understand is how do any sort of streaming service makes money to begin with, like original content? Like if they make, you know what I mean? Like if Netflix makes Stranger Things and they put it out, but like they spend a lot of money, I guess it's they want to get more subscribers. But to me, this is something that didn't cost you anything. And if it ends up being good, it's beneficial and like I said, they could do it as like a theatrical release. But it also seems like due to what David Zaslav said was he's very anti-streaming services. 
He's been that way. Like I was looking up his Wikipedia stuff. He was one of the last because he's he's CEO of Discovery, and he helped spearhead back when like AT and T bought WB or something like that. And then because he was CEO and Discovery is now taking over WB, he's now becoming the the whatever supreme leader <laughs> of, <laughs> of this new company. But uh, there's talks about where, in one of the articles I was reading, that he was one of the last few, like Discovery was one of the last few streaming services to come out. Yeah. So he he seems to be very anti that and like push back on that. And that's why I mentioned earlier about his quote saying that they plan on releasing theatrical good movies. I also think he looks at the fact that you had a movie that had Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, arguably the three most popular comic book characters, and the movie didn't even make a billion dollars, whereas Joker did. Yeah. <laughs> and there's something wrong there. Right. Anyway, I, I just, I guess I'm just rambling at this point. But yeah. <laughs> Well, so kind of the way that I see it is, is that like, if you can sit there and take a movie that you didn't pay for, you didn't make, and then on the business side of it anyways, and you can turn that into a tax write-off, then you're basically selling something for profit at that point in time to clear away that debt. Like mm-hmm. business-wise, I kind of I can see that and understand and whatever that. Fan-wise, I think it's shit. But <laughs> I also don't owe a bunch of money to people either. So I've also heard that like HBO Max is going away, you know, eventually. Really? By, eh, yeah, the, even by like maybe next summer, that there will be no HBO Max anymore. That mm, yeah. it'll it'll be combined with Discovery Plus kind of thing. I kind of I kind of wonder how that's actually going to work and jive. But Discovery Plus is also like a very much melting pot of of Joanna Gaines over here and Ghost Adventures over there. So it's, yeah. it's you can get a lot of things from Discovery Plus, honestly. So, but yeah, some of the other things I had to say were like, it was irredeemable. The Batgirl was apparently it cost like 90 million to make. Now, I don't Good know Lord. if that was because of... <laughs> that's, that's actually small <laughs> compared to yeah. like the Ezra Miller Flash movie. I think it's like over 200 million or something that they've spent so far. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I want to say 200 million. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I guess I never really like, I never looked that close into how much these things cost to make, but jeez. <laughs> Uh, we're not going to launch a movie until it's ready. Something like you, what you were saying, Richard. Uh, we're not going to launch a movie to make a quarter. We're not going to put a movie out unless we believe in it. Plan to hire a team, a 10-year plan focusing solely on DC and focusing on quality. Now, I will say if they go through with that, that last part there, uh, a team or a 10-year plan, and and they've even said mirroring what Marvel has done, mirroring yeah. what Kevin Feige. Yeah. They've even said Kevin Feige has done. Yeah, like give props to the man because he's fucking done it. I I'm excited for that. If we're go, if we're finally gonna sit there and say, you know what, Marvel's done it. They've done it right. Let's let's try something like that. Great, great. And you know what? Keep on doing things like Joker, which we're gonna talk about the sequel that's being teased out there and stuff like that. Keep doing things that don't necessarily have to be canon. They don't have to be in the same continuity because they won't fit. Because honestly, DC can do dark things where it seems like Marvel cannot yeah. or will not. Yeah. I'll definitely agree on that part. I mean, it, like, it's been our complaint here for a while now is just that, that Marvel would actually go as dark as they, they need to. And if you watch the last Batman, you you need to watch it without any lights on in the house so you can actually see it. <laughs> but so they DC is already still even as a storyline getting getting dark as well. And they have no problem with that. And I think that's one thing that some people really enjoy about it. And I mean, I'm with you. I hope they keep going that, that direction. I, with the wanting to mimic what Kevin Feige has done, I I mean that'd be great. I, I they got it to me, I feel like they need to Tread carefully, though, like not try and get ahead of themselves a little bit, uh, try and play catch up. 
I mean, already it seems like, you know, DC's like way behind on that kind of stuff. But I just, I don't want them to try and rush it too much and try and catch up to Marvel and then they'd just be a train wreck doing that. But if there are talks of doing, like trying to get restructure, reorganize and kind of get things on track, I'm, I'm all for it as well. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that. One, yeah, like I like that they they straight up name drop Kevin Feige for all this. It's fine that they're behind. Who cares? Like, just make yeah. make good things. Put good things out. <laughs> I, I like the interconnected universe. I know a lot of like DC fans when I'm on like Reddit don't care. I want to see that only because I am a Marvel fanboy, but I'm also a DC fanboy. Like, I like a lot of cool stories, and I want to see like these characters cross over and interact and tell good stories. I don't want it to all be dark. Not saying that they're going to do that, but like I want some levity in my movies as well. Nothing has to be super serious all the time, especially certain characters. But uh, yeah, it, it would be if they can do, if they can pull off something for a 10 year that's coherent, it's not like, well, this is kind of connected or whatever then I will be sold. I, I'm I'm hopeful by this news. Uh, there's there's some like look we talked about the cancellation of Batgirl and like not telling them. There's some shitty things that happened. Right now everything's up in the air really because we don't know what the plan is. We just know that they they say they have a plan. They said they had a plan back when they were acquired by AT and T. <laughs> like they even put out a Marvel timeline thing about like this year we're gonna come out with this this and then all that fell to the wayside. <laughs> so, you know, talk is cheap, in my opinion. Yeah. I want to see what they actually are going to do, but I'm hopeful. I'll say that. I am hopeful for the future of DC. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say, too, again, just kind of reiterating a point that you had before, uh, Richard, as far as doing the, like, you know, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the Marvel part, I mean, they're they're pumping things out left and right, and obviously, like we've talked about, the past few things have haven't been that great. They, they've they've kind of missed the mark on some of it. Yeah. So yeah, just doing that, reiterating the, it doesn't matter how long it is or when it is, it's as long as it's good. And as far as the dark thing, I, I, again, kind of going back to that is, you know, in my mind, whenever I'm sitting there thinking between either Marvel or DC, I mean, Marvel, you think of it in like, bright colors and bright backgrounds and stuff like that and to me in in dc any kind of movie it's always a dark themed like the colors are are darker and stuff like that so i I think that could help dc is if they would if they would make things a little bit lighter as well so well it's not even so much the color palette though either it's the stories they're telling like shazam should never be a batman story yeah. In my opinion, it should never be a dark, evil, whatever kind of story. It should never go a dark turn or anything like that because it's Shazam. It's a fucking little kid that gets superpowers. <laughs> like that should always be fun and something my yeah. son enjoys watching. You know what I mean? Because yeah. who the fuck wouldn't want that at nine or 10 years old? I mean, come on. And then that movie captured that and portrayed that so well through its story about a boy getting powers to look like an adult and go buy beer and things like that. <laughs> Whereas the Batman, Matt Reeves, the Batman with, you know, Sparkle Boy, uh, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> He'll always be known as that, which props to him. He did an amazing job and I'm glad he pulled off yeah. Bruce Wayne Batman. I'm, I'm still thoroughly thrilled with that. Well, technically he was Cedric Diggory first. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> that didn't last long. <laughs> no, it didn't. But Batman Batman can be a dark story and it be a good movie and people thoroughly enjoy it. I mean, I'm sorry, going through a car and finding a thumb drive oh. is pretty fucking dark. It was a severed thumb. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying. And, and you get a chuckle out of that. It's like, oh, well, fuck, okay, then, you know? Yeah. But th- yeah. that's that's dark. That's dark humor. So, yeah, as long as they play it right, like, if you're going to do a Constantine show, it does not need to be bright, flashy, shiny. It yeah. does not need to be light humored. There needs to be some in it because the character calls for it. But, like, Constantine deals with demons and shit. Like, that needs to be a dark show. Madam Xanadu, that needs to be a dark show. 
Green Lantern, on the other hand, that needs to be a fun show. Like, that needs to be bright. It needs to be colorful. <laughs> and the story needs to be lighthearted as well. There needs to be comedy in there. Like, Hal Jordan is a smartass to some certain extent. So is Guy Gardner. Like, that's just how they are. That's how the characters wrote. Yeah. So, speaking of characters, how they wrote, Joker, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> Folly Adue. Folly Adu. Folly Adu. I was close. I was close. Yeah. This is set to premiere. Nay for effort. Do Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is set to premiere October 4th, 2024, five years after the first Joker come out. Lady Gaga, I guess, has been in the works with somebody else to put out a, uh, I, she posted on Twitter or something like that, a, a little teaser trailer set to the tune Cheek to Cheek with silhouettes of herself and Joaquin Phoenix and their names popping up. So it looks like that is a thing that's, that's happening. We're getting Lady Gaga as apparently Harley Quinn. What did y'all think of this teaser? I think it kind of, I mean, it really wasn't much to it. I like the background music that they used with it. And you still don't know for sure if it's going to be a musical or anything like that, like full on. Uh, I mean, obviously there's been those talks and discussions about it, but there's nothing been confirmed because uh, Richard hasn't said it yet if it's going to be a full on <laughs> musical yet. But uh, I'll stick with what I, I, I'd said before is I, I think she's going to be, I, I'm excited to see her as Harley Harley Quinn. I think she's going to be a lot of fun with it. And I think she'll be able to be able to have a lot of fun with it. So I, I'm, I'm excited about it, honestly. Richard, what do you think? I'm excited. I like the first Joker. I find it disturbing. So like I haven't watched it since the first time <laughs> that I saw it. Once again, not because it's bad. It's just very dark. <laughs> and it's really <laughs> fucked up in a lot of scenes. I'm excited for this, though. That being said, I'm super excited for this. Weirdly, I like Lady Gaga. Like, I hated her music, like the poppy music. But when you actually hear her sing, like almost like an unplugged version of her song, it's it's gorgeous. She has a gorgeous sounding voice. A Star is Born, House of Gucci. She's amazing in those two films, so she can act. I'm super duper excited to see her play Harley. And... I'm kind of down for this like musical thing that may or may not happen. I really think it's going to be a thing that's in her head and that's how we get it. But yeah, I'm, I'm overly whelmed by this news. <laughs> okay. That's what I was like. You said excited. And I was like, that's not a whelm. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't think I, I don't think I said mine. My well, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm overly whelmed as well. I'll be a concurring. Uh, I'll be concurring with Richard on that one. <laughs> Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm not, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this teaser. I love the way this teaser was done. I love the silhouettes. I think this was kind of a quick look away. We, I know we're canceling shit, but look what else we got coming out kind of thing. So I, yeah. I think it was more of a, a squirrel tactic, like, Fucking throw something at social media so that we can get these assholes off of us. <laughs> yeah. But I still I still really love the teaser. I love the way it was done. I love the music to go with it. It's very reminiscent of the first Joker and all the music that was in that. I have not watched Lady Gaga on anything. I don't like her music. Uh, nothing against her or anything like that. I, I think from the things that I've heard, she's kind of had like to become herself, gone through a lot of shit to get past, you know, her record deals and stuff like that. So good on her for, for making it and coming out of this. I I am, I am, mm, <laughs> I'm not overly whelmed to, I am, I'm pretty whelmed to sit there and see her as Harley Quinn. Uh, honestly, I was kind of thinking they might go punchline mm. only because of the little heart that was on her cheek in the silhouette. And I was like, is she going to be punchline? But I Harley fits this so much better. They're talking about this mainly taking place in Arkham Asylum. And like I, like I said, you know, however many podcasts ago, this is kind of what I wanted to see. I wanted to see the Joker again, but from Harley's point of view. I didn't want, like, he can be there and he can influence her and stuff like that, but I want to see her, I want to see him turn somebody sane crazy. 
That's what I wanted to see. And uh, I hope that's what we get to see. And maybe that's kind of why I'm hesitant of this is because I've got in my head like what I want to see. But will we see that kind of thing? Yeah. But I, I'm cool with the casting. I can see her as Harley Quinn. And I love Joaquin Phoenix's interpretation of the Joker. Uh, that's one of those movies that, you know, if I'm flipping through the channels, I can I can turn that on as long as I don't have kids with me and and start watching from wherever. Yeah. Like it's it to me, it's just a I I thoroughly enjoy it. I don't know what that says about me, and that's kind of scary, <laughs> but <laughs> I I thoroughly enjoy that movie. So yeah. <laughs> so are we thinking that DC fandom is gonna be their big like hoorah, like their big come together, their big rally for DC? Do you think that's why they waited? I would assume that they caught wind of Marvel dropping something big or just figured Marvel would drop something big because it was their first time back in however many years. All the rumblings of Secret Wars. To me, it would be smart to hold anything that they had for DC fandom, especially now since they've like come out and canceled a bunch of stuff. Everything is in limbo. DC fandom rolls around. If you just drop a button, like, yep, we're doing this. Yep, we're doing that. Uh-huh, we're doing this way too. Like, Blue Beetle, that's confirmed. All right, let's go. Static Shock, yep, we're doing that. We're going to go ahead and jump on this before they get Miles out there. Like, I would be thrilled if that's what they're doing. But do y'all think that's what they're doing? Well, and when is when is fandom again? That's a good question that I don't have an answer to, Jeremy. <laughs> Hold on. Hold uh, on. That's, I will, that's what I'm here for. I'll find it while uh, <laughs> while y'all talk. Okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and say, like, while, you, while you're looking that up is part of the reason why I was asking, like, when it, like, how soon it was, because... If it's if it's not but a, a month or two away, I think it'd be kind of hard to kind of put all that together. But at the same time, I think it'd be good a good recovery from announcing all this that's canceled and just kind of a you know reemphasizing or helping everybody know that it's not not all is lost. Like yes, all this kind of was canceled, but don't give up hope yet. Like where everything's coming and kind of giving that. Uh, reassurance. That's what the word I was looking for. Reassurance that, <laughs> that uh that th- these are coming and that there still is going to be movies and things like that coming along. Yeah, I don't think they're going to have one this year. I think they may have one next year, but I think that it's too early for them to say, "Hey, we're doing all this." I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. To be honest with you, yeah. I feel like they may not do a fandom. Uh, one, I hate that, to be honest with you. I'd rather them do... do <laughs> I hate the name. I'd, I'd rather them do something else as far as, like, revealing what they're doing next. Yeah, it... it right now, it's a lot of, like, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I, at the same time, I, I do think, like, if they're not going to do a fandom or if they're not going to do something like that, I think to to help save face again is to like they need to be releasing something saying that soon that some of these are still going to happen and there's like like blue beetle and things like that again to kind of appease people and make sure that they're not going to get too worried about it yeah i agree i agree with that well and maybe that's why they've got you know black adam coming out in october and shazam coming out in december Uh, i think originally aquaman was supposed to be set for december if i'm not mistaken so he might be pushed back to next year because that's filming. Like that's that's supposed to have come out and that's not been said it was canceled yet. Um, that doesn't mean it's safe, but it, no no word about it being canceled, uh, especially if they got Ben Affleck Batman on there now. From what I hear, Aquaman has pretty much been done with filming. They're reshooting Ben Affleck scenes to replace Michael Keaton. And I believe I'd have to pull that article back up. I've already closed it out. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but David David Zasloff said that Shazam, Black Adam, Flash, and I believe Aquaman were films that they're continuing forward with. Okay. Okay. That Shazam one, that's going to be a difficult... Not Shazam, that Flash one, that's going to be a difficult one to kind of... Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's, that's a tough one. I mean, I kind of feel bad for the dude. Yeah. Or I kind of feel bad for them. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, it, it, I don't know. I like he needs help. He's also not helping himself because he's doing terrible things right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I understand that it's not like Warner Brothers, DC, Discovery, whatever you want to call it. It's like responsibility. But they've I 
I seriously think after the Flash movie, they will not be working with Ezra Miller in the future. They can't afford to. Yeah. Especially if it comes out that he like hurts himself or someone else. Like he's he's nuclear right now. Like nobody wants to touch him. <laughs> so yeah. and that that's why I made the comment earlier of I wonder if he's trying to get out of a contract. I wonder if he's trying to get out of something and he's just going to the umpteenth degree to try and just to get fired. If that's what he's doing, I don't if that's what they're doing, I don't agree with it at all. But yeah, that's I mean, God bless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's if that's if that's the case, I I have no respect for for that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that that is what's going on. I'm I know. Just, it, yeah. It's just a lot of stuff all at one time. Yeah. And, you know, all the other reports and things that are coming out. And it's just like, dude, uh, you got, y'all got to get it together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As far as fandom goes right now on their website, it still says 2021. So they may not be doing <laughs> one this year. Um, <laughs> you would think that would have changed by now. So, uh, yeah. which is kind of disappointing, honestly, like, I was honestly hoping and thinking, oh, they're just going to save it. And they're just going to like, they're going to do everything through fandom. And that's going to be how they, you know, get all Because that's solely theirs then. Like, it's solely what they have built for the fans of DC. So, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> all right, then. Well, sounds like we're pretty much at the end here. What do you got? Uh, anybody got anything else? Nope. nope. Jeremy, where can they find you at? Uh, well, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And of course, you can find me here. Awesome. Richard, where can they find you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter if you want to contact me directly. My handle is Night Curry, Night like day and night, and Curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, you can contact us via our Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you type in Comically Comics Podcast on your favorite social media website, we will more than likely pop up. I really need to, I need a list now what we're on. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like whenever I was doing the uh, the TikToks, like, and you know, I, of course on the hashtags, I put Comically Comics Podcast as the, the first one. And like whenever I first started doing them, that of course didn't come up. But now it actually, like whenever I start typing it out, it says Comically Comics Podcast. I'm like, ooh, cool. <laughs> and so I'm click it. My wife, um, she looked us up on TikTok two nights ago, and she just put in comment, and it it was the first thing that came up was Comically Comics podcast. Yeah, cool. Really? So I was like, oh, awesome! Look at <laughs> yeah. us doing shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you can find me on Instagram and whatnot. The handle twenty two underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 Comics. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did making it. And with all that being said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy. Bye. Things will never be the same because the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. Change.